welcome back to Cinema Vino. Is that crushed red pepper I, I heard? That was. There, there was some light condiments in that. Oh, spicy. How? Yeah. Just a little bit of seasoning in that. Yeah. A little generic bluesy riff. We, we like a little bit of pepper. A little peppery flavor. <laughs> Goes well with Red Zen, which is what we're drinking. Yeah. A little, little crushed red pepper, a little Red Zen. It's a perfect combo. Got some spice. Yeah. Um, some heat on the back end. Exactly. Which is what they say about me. <laughs> if you've ever read my dossier, that's exactly what it says. Heat on the back end. <laughs> There's a little bit of heat on the back end. Um, this is a gap episode between our Summer Chaos and our Halloween series. We had a little in between. so Generally accepted accounting principles? Exactly. Yes. Nice. Exactly. Which is going to be the name of my first novel. My first mystery novel is going to be called... Mind uh, the Gap? General Accounting Principles. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Part one. Um, Chi-squares and T-tests. What's all about? Oh, yeah. Um, it's a RoboCop, the 87, the OG RoboCop is what we're looking at. Yes. So Honestly, I forgot there was a remake. Yeah. Yeah, I did well too. Should. Yeah. 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 That, that's 2014? Cool. Yeah, somewhere in there. Yeah. Was it a movie or a TV show? It was a uh, movie. movie. Yeah. Did they make a TV show? I think they... I, they, I think they tried great. to in yeah. the 90s and didn't, didn't amount to much. No. Yeah, pass. Didn't even have Peter Weller in it. We need a cartoon. We do. I've been saying that for yeah. years. Yeah. Um, they need an anime. Yeah. Again, yes. I think the Robocop lends himself to anime. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Did you ever see Ghost in the Machine, the movie? Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. It's like that, but Robocop. Exactly. Although he doesn't have the eyeballs. He doesn't have the expressive eyes to go with anime. Yeah. It's true. We can figure out. Either way, it's over 9,000. Ghost in the Machine kind of is a Robocop. She's a robot Mm -hmm. working for the police. So that's a Robocop. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we're drinking Ancient Peaks Red Zen. Again, I did the random wheel one last time for this one because I couldn't really think of a good RoboCop friendly wine. Um, it's just RoboCop doesn't pair with red with classy wine. Like sure doesn't. But I went for Red Zen. Um, Ancient Peaks is kind of a, just a good budget Zen. Um, so yeah, this is from Paso Robles, which is kind of directly in between LA and San Francisco, kind of on California, kind of midway. Um, so this is a classic cup to me. California Red Zen is kind of bold, kind of fruity. It's big, zesty. Um, you know, these Zens, Red Zens don't have the tannins of like a Cabernet or below. They're, they're a little more jammy, fresh, fruity. I mean, cherries, blueberries, you know, they're especially from California. They're going to be just a rich, you know, fruity, easy drinking wine. Lil Jammy would be a great rap name. <laughs> Lil Jammy. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that'd be my name. Honestly, I was going under the rap name. DJ Lil Babies yeah. for a long time. That's a real rapper now. So I feel like Lil Jammy is just a matter of time. Instead of instead of Lil Jammies, I would go by Lil Smuckers. Oh, Lil Smuckers. <laughs> Lil Smuckers. You know, just coming at you. Lil Oscar. Um, I will say, since we're on that subject, uh, I have been told a few times that I do look like Young Gravy. Mm. And is that I, a rapper? And I did not know that was an actual rapper. Yeah. And someone was like, you look like Young Gravy. And I'm like, I, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. And I'm here for it. Yeah. First of all, the name is absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. Spectacular Young name. Gravy. Yeah. Young Gravy. So yeah, Google it. What? White Gravy, Brown Gravy. Well, he's white. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So it goes, goes with like a, you know, chicken fried steak. I mean, I, mean, I, I love all gravy. Yeah. 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 Or chicken fried chicken, which is my jam. Ooh. Is it? Yeah. Oh. So, I mean, I just like the, the symmetry of the name, that it begins and ends with chicken. Chicken fried chicken. Chicken fried yeah. chicken. Isn't that just fried chicken? You, you would think so, but... It's, it turns out it's different. It's different. It turns it's, out it's, it's different. Not. Yeah. 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 So, um, <laughs> uh, some but not all Red Zins have kind of a higher alcohol level, and they can be 14, 15%. This one... Say, what is this? Hold on. 
This one's clocking at 14.1, so this one definitely has a little higher alcohol than what you'll see. Typical red wines can be in the 12, 13 range. Uh-huh. This one, you know, red zins can be 14, 15. Uh, if you go back to classic, like, Australian stuff, it can be 15 Spicy. plus. Yeah. yeah. Is it the sugars? Like, why, why are zins so boozy? Sugar goes down, alcohol goes up, so you get that sort of heat flavor in a red wine. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, alcohol and wine tends to taste like heat. So some people tell you this would be like cooler weather wine. Drink it, warm you up. Yeah, we. I mean, we've had some red zins before, like that tastes like port. And we, I was going to say ports are like fortified wine, which is there like, was. Yeah, they, there were times back in our our use where you know we were trying to get the highest alcohol, and there were um, God, a couple of Australians that were eighteen, nineteen percent. Yeah, and like they, they, they tasted like wine. Was it like formula? The formula, Mister Mister mm-hmm. Black's concoction. Molly Duker had one. Yeah, there. it was. Like, and these were like you know seventeen and a half percent wines, and they they were good. Mm-hmm. They were dangerous. Yeah, they were very dangerous. <laughs> um, as we've talked about with a couple of recent wines, this they say this is perfect with lamb. I don't eat lamb. Just from raising sheep. Um, but supposedly this is a great lamb. Uh, I think of these as like grill foods, barbecue foods, burgers, pizza, Mexican food, any kind of food that's rich and spicy. The fruit of this goes well with. So. Does Europe do any Zinfandels? Because um, when I think Zen, I think Australia. Primitivo is going to, I mean, there's a big debate of whether or not there's even any difference in Italian Primitivo and Red Zen. They've, they've actually gone down to like the chemical level to see. And basically, they think, well, Primitivo is kind of a, a little bit of an offshoot, but it's basically Red Zen. Hmm. So okay. if you get, get an Italian Primitivo, yeah. you're, you're drinking Italian Red Zen. So. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but no European wine calls itself Zen. None that I can uh, think of offhand. Okay. Yeah. No, you, you see those primarily in other countries like the United States. Argentina. Um, New Zealand. Not even there. I think Australia. Of, I think Australia, um, United States. I'm trying to think if there's anywhere else that I would think of other than those for Red Zen. I can, nothing, yeah. Those are the main two that you're going to see. Um, but, yeah. I thought Argentina did Zens. Does it not? They do a lot of Malbec. They do Malbec, a lot of Cab. Yeah. They, but you'll see, you'll see some Merlot, um, but that's their main ones. Okay. You, you see the, 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 the uh, Bordeaux grapes, the, mainly Malbec, but then you'll see other ones like Cab and Merlot. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, United States and, and Aussies, they do some Zins. Um, it's all about surf. Mm-hmm, oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this one's 20 bucks, not a bad buy. I mean, all the ones I picked for these, this run of episodes we're doing, about 20 bucks, just good yeah. good budget wines. And yeah, this I think this would be a good standalone wine just to do, just like the, the Samia Malk we did last week. Good to drink on its own. It's a good standalone wine. But yeah, if you're doing like burgers or something, I think it's a good mix. Yeah. So, um, so RoboCop. Robo. RoboCop. This was released July 17th, 1987, so 36 years ago. Well, I feel old. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> I'd buy that for a dollar. Uh, this grossed $53 million against a $14 million budget. This was directed by legendary Dutch director Paul Verhoeven. Uh, he directed Total Recall, Basic Instinct, Starship Troopers, and Showgirls. Damn. So quite the oeuvre that he's got there. Um a lot of hits, a couple misses in there. Yeah. Um, Again, back to mixing up names. Um, I, Peter Weller and Peter Sellers. <laughs> ah. Mix those two up. Again, you just, do Peter Sellers as Robocop. Yes. <laughs> that is a different movie. I just want SNL sketches of just <laughs> me mixing up actors. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I know the difference if I look at them. I just, the names, I 
can't get them right. Yeah, him him and that armor would be something else. That would be a sight. I am here mm-hmm. for that as well. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, yeah, American character actor mustache. Peter Weller. Peter Weller actually starred in another movie that we've covered for this podcast. Buckaroo Bonsai Buckaroo across Bonsai. the eighth yep. dimension. Mm-hmm. Again, if you haven't seen it, worth a watch. Yep. And I'll, put, I'll get a link to that one. Obviously more notable than RoboCop. Exactly. <laughs> um, Nancy Allen plays his partner, closest ally. Ronnie Cox, it, like he does in everything he ever does, plays a sleazeball villain. <laughs> um, I mean, pretty much that guy. I mean, that guy. That's, yeah. Is he not a sleazeball in every movie he's I think, ever in? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kurtwood Smith, who is red from that 70s show, plays a that 70s show plays a ruthless crime boss pretty well. I would add, he does a pretty good. Oh, I he yeah. does. Oh yeah, and, yeah. I, he never said he's going to put his foot in my ass though. So yeah, not intimidated. <laughs> uh, in the near future, again, just like Judge Dredd, uh, this actually to me seems like an 80s kind of retro future. It, to me, this is the future they would envision from the Ronald Reagan years, kind of crass consumerism, kind of trashy future. Yeah. This was a very Reagan-inspired movie. Yes. Tough but, on crime. Mm-hmm. The, to me, the, I'd buy that for a dollar. That's just like, that's the, the vibe of the whole movie, kind of that sleazy 80s vibe. Yeah. yeah. The, the underside of the 80s. Uh, it's in, set in Detroit. Crime is has overrun the city. Uh, Alex Murphy, played as, who's Peter Weller, is a capable, good-hearted cop until he gets murdered by a savage gang of crim- criminals. He is revived and rebuilt with metal armor and cybernetic components in a RoboCop, a cold, unfeeling, powerful dispenser of authoritarian justice. Uh, Robo- how did he not die? Yeah. Uh, that's the, what I'm wondering. Uh, how? Yeah. A lot of shooting. A lot of shooting. Shotguns. Yeah. Point blank. Full of, he gets shot in the head. He gets like part of his head blown off. Yeah. You know, he's he's fine. Yeah, it's like we can rebuild him. Yeah, that that dude should have been dead. You know, instantly. But no, makes it. They they have time to rebuild him. Six million dollar man style. <sighs> um. So Robocop's memory has been wiped, or so it would seem. Allegedly, fragments and brief potent feelings of his past hit Robocop in ways, forcing him to confront Murphy's violent end and how it came to be. In so doing, he uncovers this conspiracy of corruption and greed from the corporate bureaucrats who planned and oversaw his creation. Now RoboCop must bring these criminals to justice while also reconciling his past and former lives into a new identity. So that's what I have for a summary. And I, I, I had actually a long, like, I, I, it, this had, I had a lot of feelings watching this. I hadn't seen it in a long time. So, yeah. Uh, I loved it when I was younger. So uh, I'm curious to see. So you've obviously seen it before. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had seen it before. So you guys have both seen it. Okay. Yeah. So Sean, we'll start with you. What do you think? Um, you know, kind of, you know, comparing and contrasting to Dread, this is also a very tight movie. This is like an hour and a half of very action-packed movie. There's not a lot of, like, complexity to the plot. Mm-hmm. So they don't try to fit in a lot of, like, nuance. Mm-hmm. It's very much like an hour and a half of, like, action. Mm-hmm. This is, this is like, peak 80s um, cheesiness mm-hmm. with, like, some bad CGI, bad effects, yeah. but also like some kind of kind of cool practical effects. Cool stuff, yeah. They do a lot. Oh my god, the over the budget on um what's the the blood capsules that explode? Squibs. 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 The the squib budget had to have been through the roof because the amount of things that just like blew up with just blood. Yeah. It's through the roof. A lot of bullets. A lot of bullets, a lot of shotguns, a lot of 
shoots the guy's dick off. Oh, oh yeah. And then the budget they spent on that one guy that gets turned into a like a swamp monster at yeah. the end. Yeah, yes. that had to be some crazy. Yeah. That had to be a million they, dollars. They, they just had to put him through some like radioactive like waste. Which yeah. I mean, in dread, a guy got hit by a car mm-hmm. real early on. Mm-hmm. So, I, you know, so a lot of a lot of similarities. I feel like at some point in this movie there was a, like a very cocaine heavy meeting where like you know, uh, <laughs> yeah. You know what we need is a creature from the Blue Lagoon. Let's get him. We gotta have a guy. He gets oh, yeah. hit by radioactive waste, gets turned into a monster. Yeah. <laughs> and then gets hit by a car and disintegrates. Yeah. I, I love the, um, I, I guess, the forecast of, of crime where, like, the police get corporatized. Like, yeah. oh, we've been bought out. Like, the, the union's going to strike, but we've been bought out by this, like, corporation that's going to run our police force more efficiently. Yeah. It's like that, that's a little too on the nose now, yeah, yeah, so right? The Detroit BTs, PD is brought to you by Nabisco. Nabisco. <laughs> and, well, and that's that's the other thing is this movie has a lot of really good social commentary where they keep showing the news, and it's like news story, news story, news story, commercial, yeah, nuclear fallout. Yeah. It's like yay. It, it's the they they do a really good job in this movie of sort of like tying that in and just sort of the the desensitization of violence. Mm-hmm. Like they, they desensitize you really quickly through the news, through the commercials, how comfortable it becomes. Yeah. yeah. You, you become, it just becomes part of your life. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of ties in closely with like how RoboCop kind of came to be and how the society got to this, this point where there's like just murders going on all the time. The police force can't stretch thin enough, which ties back to judge dread, which is very similar. It's like, you got to kind of streamline your justice system, right? You got to have, your police force and your judge force sort of happen all at the same time. So you can have on the spot justice. Yeah. Um, you know, and then they kind of get past that and then it's just like an hour and a half of action. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's my favorite part is the hour and a half of action. Yeah. Uh, the, he shoots a guy's dick off. Yeah. There's, there's a really great college. I think it's a college humor sketch where it's just, uh, RoboCop shooting guys' dicks off. <laughs> it's like it's it's that scene, yeah. but it, it more and more guys start showing up to like assault RoboCop, and RoboCop is just shooting people in the dick. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really fucking good. Uh, I gotta watch that. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll send you the video later. But doesn't he shoot him in the dick and then just kind of walk off? Oh and yeah, laying there. Pretty much. Yeah. He doesn't do anything to like. Oh. arrest the criminals. Well, he just like dispenses justice and leaves. Well, and, and I was like, you know, he left a guy in the cooler. Yeah. Well, well and the poor <laughs> woman who has just gone through a trad, you know, a, a, a terrible was like, it's like, I will defer you yeah. to rape services. You need counseling. Yeah. See you later. Goodbye. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I need applesauce. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Where is my pudding? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love that Ed 209 is oh. like, he, Ed 209 is like this unstoppable force of a We a need more unit. Ed 209. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the stairs. The stairs is what oh, is his it, undoing. The crying. And I like it. Like, he's like a helpless little puppy when he gets Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like... <laughs> it's also like the first step. Yeah. It's just like... It's like, it's like a baby. Yeah. So oh. strange. It's like, why do they give these weird emotions mm-hmm. to this robot? Yeah. Well, and this multi-billion-dollar company with all these scientists milling around, they can't design stuff that they can go up and down stairs. Right. I mean, I this is keep, the keep in mind this is 1987. We're oh. like we we oh. now have Boston Dynamic videos of like them bullying this robot as it jumps up boxes. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> yeah. They didn't have that. No, that's true. <laughs> they they just had like Atari, and they're like, wow, what can we do with this? Yeah. <laughs> so what would you give it? Uh. 
it's just it's such a great slice of time like with Reaganomics and like 1987 and everything that was going on. Oh, I would give this movie like a seven five. Honestly, like yeah. it's it's fun. It's a romp. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter Weller is obviously one of my favorite actors. Going back to Buckaroo Banzai, mm-hmm. he doesn't do a lot of acting in this movie. No. It's, it's very robotic, which mm-hmm. is kind of on point. Yeah. Um, my favorite is that one executive, the one who's like advocating for RoboCop the whole yeah. time. Me, the where, young guy, yeah. His name? Uh, Miguel Ferrer. Yeah, yeah. George Clooney's cousin. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I had actually just watched Traffic the other night, and he yeah. was in that as well. Yeah. Um, he, oh God, what else? He was in... He, he's one of those... Actor, uh, Hot Shots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's one yeah. of those guys that's just like in and stuff, and you yeah. see him, and you're like, oh, wow, it's that guy. Mm-hmm. Ray Weiss. Ray Weiss is in that. Yeah, yeah plays yep. one of the criminals. Yeah. Uh, both of them actually on Twin Peaks. So oh, yeah. uh, little Twin Peaks time. That's the first thing I think of with Ray Weiss is Twin Peaks. Yeah. Obviously. But yeah. Yeah. He's he's great in this too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I think this is a really well cast movie. Um, it ages really well. And I will say, I never saw those sequels. I didn't see uh, we Robocop saw, yeah, two. 2 or 3. Was I never, there a third yeah, Robocop? There was a third. I never, I never saw the third. 2 was okay. I, it yeah. wasn't as good as this one, I don't think. No. But they they never do anything in this movie to try to like address his trauma. They just sort no. of like, oh, he is a robot cop, and he's dispensing justice. All right, movie over. The name's Murphy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like he does the cool like, sh- 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 mm-hmm. putting his gun in his pocket. Like that's it. Well, and the music is pretty tight. Yeah, music yeah. Is like, the music is music great. He doesn't have a special car. He just has a yeah. normal police car. Exactly. So fun. It's like a Crown Vic. Fun piece of trivia there. They could not film him in full armor in his car. Yeah, he, he couldn't fit in the car in full armor, so he was pantsless. He's in, he's in underwear from the waist down, full armor. I love so you that. You can imagine him getting out in like, like a boxer briefs, but then full yeah. armor from the waist that's up. That's awesome. That is, that's perfect. <laughs> it's like RoboCop and the skivvies. <laughs> I love that. No, that's how I picture him in my head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. in my head canon. I mean, when he, in my dreams, when he comes into my bedroom, that's how he appears. So he's, he's BVDs from the waist down. <laughs> Uh, I just love drawing the parallels to Dread, and because it's okay. it's very similar. You know, you got the the protagonist that's like the powerhouse cop has the helmet. You just see the bottom of his face, and then he's got like the female uh, partner that just sort of like exists. Mm-hmm. Doesn't yeah. doesn't really do much for the plot. Like she gets shot a few times. I think that Dread's partner does more. Does a lot point. more than than yeah. in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love this movie. This one's definitely one that I go back and watch multiple times. I was surprised that I didn't own it on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. I thought I was going to go back and find it in my my Blu-ray collection, but no. Oh, I got it. Yeah, I've got it somewhere. Yeah. So Tay, what do you think? Um, I love this film. Mm-hmm. And uh, just for a reminder, when did this come out again? Eighty-seven. Okay. So, which means it probably hit blockbusters. Eighty-eight. Eighty-eight. This okay. was back in the day when like they yeah. hit like a year later. Yeah. Yeah. I was five years old. And I watched this film. I was probably yeah negative. (laughs) I watched this film probably every Friday night for about I would say the better part of half a year. Yeah, I rented this movie every time, and my parents did not care. (laughs) I don't think they ever. I remember vividly just renting this every single. I just I just loved this movie. Oh, it's great. He's dispensing justice. And it wasn't until my mom I think walked in on me watching it when at the very kind of beginning when he's just getting shot up. She said, what is this? I'm like, Robocop. <laughs> it's Robocop. Like, what are you talking about? I've seen this movie like, and she like lost her mind. Like <laughs> took it out of the, I'm like, 
I've been watching this film. Like I just looked back I'm like for like seven months straight. Yeah. And all of a sudden I can't watch it anymore. Oh, now it's a problem. Yeah. Mom? And I was like, what the fuck? He gets turned into like hamburger meat. Yeah. Yeah. Brutal. I watched you see his hand get shot off. Yes. Yeah. And it, I was just like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. I was so mad. Um, but I loved this film then, and I definitely love it. Just every time I watch it, I, I find something new to love about it. Um, and again, the, the Judge Dredd you know, parallel, 100%. But it was like, I, I love this film about how they, it's just, it's the comedy of it. Yeah. Is what I think I love the most about it. It's just yeah. like you were, like, you know, it's a great point being like, well, it's just, they're making a comical thing of crime, like how bad crime is. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how bad crime is. This is the issue. And it's just, it's a shit show, but it is what it is. Yeah. And it, Ed 209 is one of the greatest characters ever invented <laughs> in the history of mankind. Yeah. But, um, but it, it is, it, they, they do, I did like the, of all, of all of it, that I like how they humanized, you know, RoboCop. Mm-hmm. Even later on, you know, they found like, okay, you know what? We're gonna make. We're gonna take his helmet off. We're gonna make him this human, even though he's still a robot. They kind of humanize him. Mm-hmm. They're like, let's just take his face and yeah. stretch it. And it was yeah. like, but, but at the same time, I didn't care about that, mm-hmm. and I don't care about it to this day. I care about the action, the comedy, the drugs, mm-hmm. the great one-liners, mm-hmm. the mutant man exploding, mm-hmm. the little knife he has in his hand. It's mm-hmm. a tight it was like, and, a half. and it was, I was like, I don't give a shit about any of the story. This is just the most visually pleasing movie. Ever. It's bad. And, it was, and, and even when he's like getting himself back together and he finally goes back to his old house, <laughs> he's in the house for like five minutes and he punches the TV. He's like, fuck this house. They, they staged yeah. this house, but they left like decaying oh, flowers exactly. and like yeah. a broken yeah. coffee yeah. mug. Yeah. And I was, like, I was like, what a shitty realtor. Fire that realtor. Yeah, exactly. It was just like, realtor is just a TV. Yeah. And it was like, <laughs> hello, welcome. And, it's like, and I love how he's just this like, this spacious house yeah. brought to you by. And that realtor was an upgrade over some realtors I've had. Yeah. I would, I would rather <laughs> have. Yeah, we talked about that story. Yeah. An old Zenith would have been an upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love that it was just like, you know, fuck this house. It just punches the TV. He's like, on to the next one. Mm-hmm. So, but um, the even to this day, the movie is amazing. But I care more about the commercials. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love Nukem. I love the the, the, the Tyrannosaurus Rex that was in there. And it, that was a car commercial. Mm-hmm. Yep. Even as a kid. I thought was it six that's fucking awesome. Six, yeah, I was like, I thought this is fucking cool as shit. I still fucking love it. Mm-hmm. I still like love. It. I was like, man, that was so shitty then, and it's so shitty now. But it's so cool to me. It's like that's the joke. I you know, in high school, I drove a six thousand sucks for a while. A six, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was. Um, Did it have the the exhaust pipes? That's like the three all in the back. It got some killer mileage. Awesome. No. <laughs> Eight miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Gallon. <laughs> Both. Um, I loved um, the shit. The guy that was in traffic. I forgot his name. Um, yeah, Paul Ferrer. That was a Paul hell. Of, Miguel. Miguel. That was a hell of an entertainment center. Yeah. Dude. So when he walked in, all the TVs and he, and he the, pops that in that DVD. It's like, mm-hmm. man, he's just doing coking off a girl's titty. Early days of like, DVD too. Man, which, all I'm just saying is, this film fucking rocks. And it was like, and that's all I can say. I, I love the late '80s idea of uh, like entertainment centers is not big. It's no. multiple. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's it was, like, what if we had. Instead of one big TV, what if we had twenty small TVs? Yeah, yeah. and they're that's all, awesome with all the same picture and same it was size, just like, same picture. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? And I'm gonna say, like, I thought about this watching it. Like, if you're going to kill a guy and blow him up, maybe don't put a DVD in the thing of like, I'm phasing you out. <laughs> a DVD yeah. of exposition. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, by oh, now you've yeah. probably got two bullets in your knees I because I've ordered somebody to do who that. Who did this? I know it, it's like the whole Austin Powers thing, and it's just like. 
like, why don't you just kill him right now? <laughs> oh, Scott. You know, it's yeah. just like, it, but it's just like, you know, hey, I'm going to kill you, but I'm going to tell you why yeah. I'm killing you. I'm giving you motive and everything. Yeah, there you go. I picture like he's somewhere like filming. Like, oh, take two. Let's do that again. Yeah. I got to, I got to lean more and I'm blowing you up right now. So let's tell you from the top. Uh, the 80s must have been like peak, like executive politics. The bathroom where you have to have a little key card to get into it. Oh, that was... And that, all the guys that are just like, oh, we better get out of here. It's about to be a fucking blowout. But he pulls his hair in the bathroom. It's like, you even wash your hands, man? It's yeah. like, what is happening? Oh, he did wash his hands. Gotta be sanitary. He did wash his hands. But I did another... I pick on this... I've seen this movie so many times. It's like the girl, <laughs> when she's leaving, she's like, you gonna call me? Mm-hmm. It's yeah, like, call me, I am about to yeah. die. And it was like... And, and then the bitches, really witness at my murder yeah, like, trial. Bitches leave. Yeah, it's, and it was just like... <laughs> It's so rude. I know. It's just like, I was just like, what is happening? Who let him in? I know. He just comes in, hangs out. And, and, and the girl's like, I'm, she's like, you got to call me. It's like, hey, red manners, please. Yeah. I was like, hey, can watch your letters with the ladies, man. Yeah. But um, I like that his murder strategy was just knock on the door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Knock on the door, put DVD in, shoot him in the knees. Yeah. yeah. And that house exploded. Oh, good thing he put yeah. silencers on the gun because everyone cares about the sound yeah. of the gunshots. Yeah. You better get a silencer on there for when you blow up blow the house. Blow up like, the house yeah. with a grenade yeah. that you have yeah. in your pocket. Well, and uh, you were talking about this action and shooting. It's like that, that to me, honestly, was as a kid, was one of the worst scenes. Was like when he was falling down the stairs and then he gets down. And they're just shooting him nonstop. It's like level no. after level. And I'm what just like, what crime did he commit? Yeah, and I was yeah. like, I don't know. I was like, is this ever going to end? Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is going to happen here? If you're talking about bad scenes, let's talk about the end where the guy falls from the, the window. Down. Oh, let's talk about that. Yeah, special effect. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, I, so when did that, when did Die Hard come out? Eighty-eight. Okay, so it was a, few, a year after this. Yeah, was, can we get? I mean. Die Hard did okay with it. Yeah. And it was like, but yeah, that was pretty. That's yeah. like something I would have filmed in like in my room as a 10 year old. Like, no. like this, let's do a special effect of guy falling down. I'm going to have a Barbie coming out of this tower. Whoa. <laughs> well, and, it, you, and the special effects, it's the noises of Ed 209. At the very beginning, first, why is that gun so elaborate and in that little briefcase? I, I and it was, or I, but when he pulls it out, like Ed 209, like, Growls at him like, I was like, and, and it, it's like, you have 20 seconds to comply. Yeah. He's like, better put it down, sir. And it, but I was just like, why did the machine growl like a lion? Mm-hmm. It's like, what is going on here? I, I probably laughed harder rewatching this than I ever had, but I was so fucking happy to rewatch it. I don't yeah. know why. It's yeah. a fun and corniness. And I, I think that's the thing where it's like, I just watch this as a comedy now. Yeah. It was like, that's just what I do. But it's just, it, and, just what was it? I, one of the best scenes, and until I'll let you get to your thing, the best scene I've, I've loved after rewatching it so many times is when it's the mayor, um, and he goes in there and he finally kills kills the mayor and throws him through there. Was it the mayor or the mayor's assistant? Whatever, oh whatever God. it was. It's like, but like he throws him out of the window. Mm-hmm. They go to the news reporter. That's and then it goes right into a commercial. Yeah, and it was just like like, and he falls out the window to his death, and it was like, and then it just kind of goes right. And I'm like, God, they did that seamlessly. Yeah. I was like, what? what? This is this film. it's like it just makes me laugh. And I'm like, people were on everyone on this film was on cocaine. And he just punches Everything. through the wall and grabs yeah, the guy. Yeah, yeah, and, and like throws him out, and then it goes goes to the news story, and that news story. I want a recount. Yeah, and regardless of the results, yeah, I want my old job back. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what it was. It's like, I want my old job back. Yeah. This had to be just a just a cloud of white powder. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Oh yeah, I've seen. 
The 87? So okay. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, and again, like, how do you top that with like two and three? No. It's like, you can't. You can't. Yeah. Did you guys see two and three? I saw two. Okay. Like once or twice. Mm. And again, once again, Todd, I want you to speak, but all I want to do right now is stick two fingers in your wine and then <laughs> sniff it. I'm like, what the hell, hell is Todd's that? Todd's going to drink that and wine. Yeah, and it's like, it's like Greeks it. It does it. He was, yeah. It's a like, power move on well, power move. Yeah, yeah, and he takes it. He didn't even blink. He's just like, give me that. I also yeah. love that like, the costume that? design for that scene is just like all of the guys are just going to be 1920s Italian dock workers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, it's 1987, and, but you know what? These guys are Italian dock workers. And I'm glad you caught that. Like, I'm going to dip two fingers in this wine and just... Mm. Yeah. Well, and, and again, what the, fuck what the fuck is this? That is why I can't stop laughing at this film. And, was, and, like, and, and I still love it, though, to this day. Yeah. And I'm just like, and, and, oh, God, I can't even get into it. Yeah, I mean, you know they had to, they always do multiple takes in a movie like this. So it's like, okay, dip, <laughs> you dip your fingers face. in, dip them in. Yep. Sniff them. Now sniff them. Yeah. There you go. That's good. All right, cut. Let's do that again. Let's, <laughs> So my wipe his fingers off. We're going to do it again. Dip your fingers in his wine. And now you drink That's it. a wrap. We're moving on. Yep. <laughs> now you drink that finger wine. Get in there. Hey, hey, can we get a hold of those guys again? I got to do a reshoot yeah. on that. It's like, we got to get a couple of reshoots. reshoots uh, the lighting was a little yeah, weird. The lighting was just too bright. It's like, you can't get the, yeah, it's just we flushed out on this one side. It's like, Red, we're going to need you to finger that wine again. Get <laughs> yeah, in there. come on now. <laughs> yeah, we got a few more. Um, the long story short, this is a 10 for me. Yes. As in like this, yes. this is a 10. Yes. This is my life. Mm-hmm. Like this film is true to my heart. You but would, like, you'd buy that for a dollar. I would buy this movie for multiple dollars. <laughs> for uh, the longest time, I... I honestly didn't know if that was a real show. Mm-hmm. I oh, buy yeah. this for yeah. I buy that for a dollar. It it had been referenced so many times. I don't know why that of all things stuck out from this movie as mm-hmm. like a cultural icon. That's my most quoted well, line. But the I'd yeah. buy that for a dollar mm-hmm. became like a massive thing. Yeah. Well, and also who hides the safe under a bunch of empty a cans of beer? Empty yeah. cans like, what of is beer. Happening? Yeah. Like, but I, that poor old bastard. Yeah. It's like his poor store got shot up. And it's like, what? Who's in, a, in that situation? Believe that you don't have a safe in that store. Yeah. I don't have a safe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that safe. Oh, yeah. you mean that one? The one hidden yeah. in plain sight. It's like, wait a minute. He just shot him into the cooler and he left. Okay. <laughs> Cut. Moving on. Yep. Yeah. Damn. Again, his justice system is just yeah. him shooting guys. Mm-hmm. He doesn't yep. care about the results. Yeah. Yep. It's like I just shot this guy in the dick, and I'm gonna head on out. Yep. All right. My job here is done. Um. So. Classic Keith Urban. And to me, watching it as a kid, I saw this. <laughs> <laughs> Got him with the slow burn. <laughs> um. You know, I saw this as a kid. I thought this is a typical like violent. You know, 80s action movie. I enjoyed it then on like a superficial level, but it's like now I love the comedy. I love the that, satire. Yeah, it's a it, comedy. It grows on you. Yes. It's like, you know, it's like it's just, it, some of it's just so stupid. I love the broadcast and news broadcasts, oh. you know. It's like, again, it, it's kind of forecasting the future of what they saw of like just sleazy journalism. Well, 24 hour news cycle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and I, it, this reminded me, uh, I meant to say it, one of the, one of my favorite of the original Batman. You know, it was like, and I loved, I, I love Jack's portrayal mm-hmm. of Joker. And one of my favorite scenes in that movie is when he does 
his commercial. Love that Joker. <laughs> and he's like just kicking his legs out. He's dancing with the shopping cart. I'm yeah. like, I couldn't stop laughing. And that made me love it even more. It's like, this is a villain. Mm -hmm. This is a villain who I'm like falling in love with. And I, I just cannot stop laughing. Well, and one of my favorite fantasy football podcasts talks about the ridiculousness of throwing to commercial after an injury. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the idea. And this is very much a real thing is like, okay, this player has been injured in this like gruesome life altering injury. Whopper, 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 yeah. whopper. It's like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, we're cutting commercial. Okay, now it's this ridiculous commercial while you have picture in picture of this guy writhing on the field with like, oh, his career might be over. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. I mean, what's yeah. going on at Applebee's? But but I want <laughs> I want Nukem. I want that game. I yeah, want that game. Like, yeah, it's battleship both yeah. nukes. <laughs> um I, but yeah, I love uh, Peter Weller. It's like he, like you say, you can't do much. It's like playing Bane in Batman. But it's like to me, when he gets the mask off, he, it's like there's a sadness to him. It's like he, Robocop becomes a sad character of like that is true. Yeah, he, once he, you see the eyes, yeah, yeah, you realize like he he realizes he becomes aware of what he's missing, and it to me it becomes like almost an existential crisis of like you know who is he? Like you see him dealing with like especially when he's sitting there with his partner. Yeah patching up his wounds of like who am i you know how have i come to be here like you know i i know i have i need a drill yeah you know he he almost tells you like he wants to be left alone you know it's like it's he's dispassionate but it's like it's clear he's feeling something yeah you know it's like it's it's this movie's deeper than what it first communicates it's like there's more going on yeah. with this you know and it's like to me it's like a a a, a new being in crisis that's like he's a new character he's not murphy anymore well and and, and i think they, they kind of gloss over a little bit of it because i i'd i like to go back now and see how long it was but how long it's a tight hour and a half it was, but, it's but, a well, short movie but, but i admit like how long is he you know in that transition because mm -hmm. they they show you the you know the holidays like through new years and so it's like you, i wish i could tell like how long before he became robocop you know and it's, it's like and I have this, you know, it's like, this is a, that's a great sequence. That's actually ahead of its time where they show that entire sequence from yeah. his POV, like his point of view for like that entire bit, they show him basically becoming RoboCop yeah. and the people looking at him and yeah. turning him off, I, turning and, him back on. Yeah. We'll, we'll wipe his memory. Yeah. 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 And it's like, it's like you know, the, the snapping. Yeah. It's like, ah, uh, ah, uh, like, like that, the, that whole montage. I show, fucking love that. Show his heads up display. Yeah. And it's like, oh no, take his arm off, put another arm on him. Yeah. You know, and all that. Lose the arm. Yeah. And they show that he's they, technically dead, so we can do whatever we want with him. Yeah. He's our property, basically. It's like yeah. they, they show that entire sequence from Robocop's viewpoint. Yeah. And that's that's ahead of its time. You didn't see that kind of stuff in movies yeah. at that time. I didn't think like, about that. Yeah. Where it's like you see him like it's really well done exposition, like you said, mm -hmm. showing, not telling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, it's it's yeah, you see the world from Robocop for that entire sequence. You get into and so that when he boots up and you see him from the outside, you've been him for a little while. You've seen what it's like to be him. Well, and I think what's so nice about this movie versus like the implication of a RoboCop two is you don't have to deal with the fallout of him kind of coming to realization of who he is and like what his history is. Yeah. Yeah. He's just dealing with the mess and then credits, mm -hmm. you know, you don't see him rejoining with his family or like addressing yeah. the fact that he has a son and a wife and that he kind of like reclaims his memory. Mm -hmm. You don't have to fuck with that. It's just, this movie just yeah. does just, all right, he killed the bad guys, and scene. scene. Now, the name's Murphy. Yeah. You know, it's like he's he, you see him stepping towards reclaiming his human side. Yeah, but you oh. never see the fallout from that. No. 
And so I don't know if RoboCop do, two does that. It really doesn't. No. Sweet. Cool. I would I would have loved cool. to have seen that movie where it's like he tries to be more human. You know, as all androids. I would assume that would be the next logical place you would go with the story is to like, where does he go with his family? No. Mm-hmm. Nope. Cool. No. All right. Just more crime. Yeah. And that's why I think two doesn't live up to one. Yeah. Yeah. And we should have had more. You know, Clarence Boniker should have. Just, he he should have survived. Yes, we needed him as the second villain. Yes, I mean yeah, the great villains. I mean great actors all around. This is just a fun movie to watch. I enjoyed yeah. it so much. Um, How did those guns make so such big explosions? I don't, yeah, I know. don't know. <laughs> that can't be safe. Yeah, and there were like it started off. There was just the one, and then all of a sudden there were like five of them. How do you fit all those into that car? I don't I know. know. Those are big guns. Up. Yeah, yeah. Those are like those grenade are like launchers. The the Halo sniper rifles. It's like somebody's going to rear in him. That's going to be like a nuclear explosion in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's not safe. <laughs> it's like the the dread ammunition that's just like explosive. Yeah. Um, I would give this an 8.5. I, I, I enjoyed this a lot. Strong. I think younger version of me would have been maybe maybe a 7, 7, 5, but yeah. I, I I like it more when I go back and see it now. Yeah. I, I just, watching this movie since I was like five years old, I have no choice. This This is like... And again, terrible parenting, but also frustration <laughs> on parenting when they like. Sorry, mom. Yeah, when they try to take it away from you, I'm like, no, this is my movie. Yeah. But it, there is some aspect of like the the pro Reagan propaganda to this oh, of mm-hmm. like, we need stronger police force. Yeah, we need to yeah. like really fund our police. It's like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that entire sound effect you just. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, good stuff. This is a great movie to get to watch as a gap movie. So I yeah. approve. Yeah. I, I, again, this is the perfect Venn diagram between dread and, and poltergeist. Yeah. This connects the two perfectly. Yeah, it does. So take your 10. Oh yeah. Sean, you're it's like a seven and a half, seven and a half, yeah. 8.5. So yeah. High ratings all around. Yeah. I average that out. Great yeah. I mean, if oh, you ex- I mean, I mean, if you I'm haven't seen RoboCop, this, see yeah. RoboCop. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so overall, it's eight. a must-see. Yes, and it gets better. So I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, Ancient Peaks Reds in. Fine wine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ancient Peaks Reds in. Uh, Twenty-ish dollars. Good Reds in. Uh, just threw that in there. One last little taste of the the summer chaos. Just a, just a random pick. So uh, next we're gonna do we're gonna start Halloween with Poltergeist. So enjoy that. They're here. Another iconic '80s movie. So Sean Jordan. Yep. Owns. You and my name's Todd. Wofford. We'll see you guys next time. Great movies. Only drunker. Wofford. And good night. Be sure to listen, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Our website is cinemavino.net, and reviews of these films can be found at toddwoffordmovies.com.